Hey, welcome to the Earn Your Life podcast with David Fernandez Jr. Here we are with another episode. I'm excited about this one because I have a very special guest that I admire and that I look up to. He is a online fitness coach. Uh, he's way, way more than that. He, he deals with the health, the body, the mind, the emotional side of things. But he is the founder of Sleeping Giants Fitness. He has lost over 70 plus pounds himself. So he's walking the walk. Welcome, Adrian Hernandez, to the Earn Your Life show, my brother. How you doing? Doing fantastic, David. Thanks for having me. Uh, appreciate you and uh, <laughs> love the intro, man. I always get weirded out when people like introduce me with such high praise like that. So appreciate you. It's the truth, though, bro. Like, you know, uh, you know, just in my life and then also especially on this podcast, I love to dive in deep and be real and authentic. And our connection was just that real and authentic. And um, I, I loved your accountability, even within the, the time and space that we had. I'm going to jump on with you already in September. I already know that. But just know that, like, I'm really honored to have you here, my brother. And I'm honored to have you share your story and your journey with us on how you were able to lose 70 plus pounds and, and deeper than that. Right. Because it's always the, the within. Correct. Exactly. Exactly. So tell me, how did it start with you, my brother? When did when was enough enough for you? Man, that's a great question. Um, you know, I, I kind of have to back up a little bit because for me, you know, it it, it kind of started when I was like a you know a child. Like my my weight loss kind of battle started since I was little. Like believe it or not, I was actually like the skinny kid, and uh, for like the first five or six years of my life, like I had problems like gaining weight and like my, I would always get comments, you know, my mom would always like get comments about, Hey, that kid needs to eat more. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, there was that going on. And then, then they, since then it, it kind of just like scaled up and down. I mean, I went through phases where I gained a lot of weight and then I was kind of like the fat kid and then I ended up losing it. And then kind of like that. And it, it happened several times pretty much until, um, you know, p- towards the end of college, and at that point, that's really when it kind of got like at my absolute worst. So, you know, I'm, I'm only five, seven on a good day, you know, at least probably five, six on most days. <laughs> but uh, yeah, on a good day, I'm five, seven. So like at that point, I was a little over 200 pounds. And for me, that was that was a lot. And but it, it, it wasn't just the the weight that I was carrying. Um, I mean, it, it, it was it was, you know, I was carrying a lot of other kind of weight as well. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So talk about that. What what kind of weight for our listeners? What do you what do you what do you mean by that? Yeah, I mean, so physically, you know, it was literally I was at my biggest and just, you know, you, I, you could tell, you know, I just didn't look real healthy. Um, you know, I had a huge gut. I remember having to like bend down and trying to tie my shoes. Couldn't even really do that well. And um, I had stretch marks on my arms because I ended up gaining weight so rapidly. You know, it wasn't the good stretch marks usually from like, you know, uh, lifting weights. It was just, you know, just increased food and stuff like that. But overall, my, my life was just in a tough place, man. Like, I think I kind of, you know, lost my footing towards the end of like, you know, my, my teens and, you know, a lot of life changes having to like deal with, you know, breaking up with the girlfriend I was with for a very long time. Like I was in a, in a rock band, believe it or not for many years. Okay. And, and uh, I thought that's what I was going to do with my life. And like that ended up ending and, you know, how to kind of decide, you know, what am I going to do? And just a lot of different things happened. And like, I hit like a 10 year, like period where there was just a lot of confusion, you know, I think I started getting depressed and um, had, had anxiety issues. And I don't, I don't think I ever really truly knew how to 
deal with that, like the emotional component of everything. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately for me, it was a combination of things that kind of helped me deal with my emotions. And it ended up being pretty much, uh, you know, food, booze and weed, (laughs) you know, that's kind of what I turned to. And, you know, just kind of, uh, I spent, you know, again, about 10 years, just kind of stuck there. And, and throughout that whole time, I mean, at, at my absolute worst, you know, again, which is probably about 10 years ago now, you know, I was overweight, I was just overall unhealthy. Um, I had high blood pressure at the time, you know, I was dealing with pretty bad depression, and I was having anxiety attacks, you know, I think the worst one, I like, literally lost control of my hands. Mm. Uh, Yeah, I remember just kind of freaking out, and I couldn't even make a fist. And I was like, so confused, because I couldn't control my hands, which never happened to me before. And, you know, at that point, I was, um, temporarily homeless like you know not nothing like under a bridge but i literally didn't have a place to live i was kind of crashing on friends couches um mm-hmm. you know I racked out a bunch of debt with from college and maxing out credit cards and i was just in financial kind of like shambles and yeah man i mean i just got to that point where i was like i'm sick and tired of feeling sick and tired um mm-hmm. I, I need to i need to overhaul my life because if not i'm i mean i'm gonna end up six feet under you know yeah and so like when you got to that that point what did you do like uh i I want my audience to know the journey like what did it take mentally emotionally physically like uh, you know spiritually what did it take (laughs) yeah i mean dude it took everything you know it it, it literally it took everything and uh, and i'm glad you brought that up because you know i'm gonna have to you know spiritually I, i think that was the foundation for me is uh I've always kind of had a, you know, a relationship with, with my higher power, which I choose to call God. And that was just, you know, always there. And when I was just feeling broken and in shambles, you know, I, I that's what, what I reached out. And then, and that was just kind of constantly seeking. And, um, and I just knew like, you know, if, if anything, I need to get in, in a better place because this is not what God has planned for me. So that was always a foundation. And I made sure that not only was I, you know, kind of doing spiritual activities and going to church and like meditating and and praying and all that kind of stuff. um, That was obviously at the forefront. But in addition, you you know, I think one of my main struggles, I think a lot of people struggle with this, honestly, is just like knowing when and how to ask for help, you know? Yeah, Yeah. And, you know, I grew up kind of you know, um, middle of the road, middle-class family. Uh, but my, my father was never really around and, um, but we were always kind of very self-sufficient and, you know, kind of instilled as a, you know, a Mexican. So, you know, kind of the background of like, do it yourself and, and, you yeah. know, machismo in there, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I hear that. I feel you. I grew up the yeah. same way. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it was always like, you know, how can I, do things in the best way or, at, or, or get deals or things for free or for cheap. And I never really knew what it meant to like invest in myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not just financially. I mean, like just in general, like maybe surrounding myself with people and activities and, and things that would pay dividends for me, like on a mental, emotional, spiritual level in the future. And I never knew really what that, what that meant. And at that point where I was like, okay, you know, I need to set off a nuclear bomb to get myself out of this place. And I think the key factor for me, man, was, was surrender. Mm. And I love that, bro. I love that. 
Yeah, I mean, it, and I'm just saying it right now. I literally got the chills because it's yeah. one of those things where I didn't, I don't think I ever knew what that meant. You know, I didn't, I didn't know what surrender meant. And um, yeah. when I came to that point where I realized, you know what, I need help. I can't do this on my own. Um, that really changed the game. And at that point, I decided I'm going to go after it. I'm going to use all the resources that are available to me. Um, you know, ask people for help, you know, stay accountable to other people. And, you know, I continued to, again, I use like, you know, I had a, a church kind of home base. I had people there that were helping me, praying for me. Um, at the same time, I went and sought out like other mentors. I reached out and got counseling. You know, I reached out and started doing 12-step programs. I reached, you know, I started looking for um, just anything and everything. I mean, even health-wise, right? I mean, I sought out trainers. I sought out people that could help me, workout partners, and um, and decided, okay, you know, I'm going to really make this something that, you know, instead of thinking about how can I succeed, yeah, I, th I thought, what can I do to make absolute sure that I don't fail? I was going to say, um, it, it, it's right now from what you're sharing, it really sounds like you just committed. Like everything and anything, you committed to seeking out that information from what it sounds like. Yeah, I mean that that's that was part of it. Like I said, it it was it was it's two parts, right? So making that determined effort that I was going to get myself out of that place, and then it was also just learning how to surrender. Because even when I had committed mentally, when it actually came down to like asking for help or allowing myself to be helped, that was still very difficult. Like I didn't know how to like let myself be helped, and I think that natural rebellious side of me was like. Oh, you're telling me to do this? Like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, <laughs> why, why am I supposed to, uh, you know, go ask that guy for forgiveness? Or like, I don't want to eat these damn vegetables. Like, why am I going <laughs> to eat that? Right. So it was, it was, it was surrendering to the self-sabotage in essence that you were resisting, right? Because all that sounds like resistance. So you were kind of, the resistance is connected to the self-sabotage. So it's kind of deep yeah. because, I, you know, I think I'm wondering, right? And I'm curious your thoughts on um, the connection between the I'm not good enough program and people asking for help, because when you ask for help, um, you know, it, there's got to be something connected to the I'm not good enough. And no one wants to feel like that. No one wants to feel bad. So that's why no one, you know, not no one. I can't say that. I'm saying like most people don't go towards the the ugly stuff, you know what I'm saying? The fears or the doubts or the insecurities mm -hmm. or the vulnerability. Right. So it's kind of like, it's gotta be connected to the, I'm not good enough for not feeling um, worthy. Right. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot there and you know, the, the, I'm not good enough kind of thing. It's, you know, it, it, it comes down to mindset, man. And for me, like during that time, and this is something that I try to kind of really remind you know, people that I work with and just friends and family, it's like, you know, thoughts are things, man. And they either become mm -hmm. like crimes or miracles, you know, and I love you know, that. Yeah. And it's like, depending on, you know, your diet is, is more than what you're eating. You know, it's more than what the food that you're putting in your mouth. It's, it's what you consume on a regular basis. That includes the thoughts that you're thinking, what you're saying about yourself and other people, the media that you're consuming, what you watch on TV, the songs you listen to, the books you read. And, you know, unfortunately, most people are just inherently negative and they surround themselves with really low vibration kind of yeah. stuff. 
And I mean, think about it. Like, you, I mean, you go and converse with the average person and, um, and it's really weird. Cause I think even as like, you know, Mexicano, like, you know, you get together, at least I get together with my family and, and yeah. all of a sudden I notice that like complaining about all the things that are going wrong becomes like a yeah. pissing contest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a trip. Yeah. And, and I've, I've had to like call my family out on that several times. It's like, have you guys noticed, like you, you gotta get together and all you really start talking about is, you know, all the hardships you have to endure, like, how about all the good things that are going right? And, um, that- or even like the celebrating or the supporting part of things, right? Like, like when you're succeeding or you create some type of produce some type of result, it's more like, ah, oh, or he thinks he's too good now. And you know, all those things that come with it, right? 100% man. Yeah, Gosh, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like, um, you know, again, instead of supporting you, they start like, um, you know, they, they score. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, exactly. yeah, it's a trip. So like that, that was the main thing is I had to start realizing like, man, like I'm, what am I thinking on a regular basis? What am I feeding myself? And unfortunately, like the majority of those thoughts were trash and including the, I'm not good enough, you know, I'm not worthy of this, or I can never lose this weight or I can never stop drinking or like all those thoughts. Yeah. And, you know, thank God, like now I, I get it a little bit better. I mean, I'm still human. I still struggle and I have to actively work to correct those thoughts. But, you know, uh, I, I'm going to mess up this quote, but I love the, the saying it's something like man can only become what he sees himself becoming and only attain the things that he sees himself attaining. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're telling yourself that you can't do something like you're right. Yeah. It, it's really about changing that narrative that's going to make all the difference in what you're actually able to accomplish and for for me that involved constant reminders a constant barragement of me not only seeing positive things but like also telling myself positive things surrounding myself with good people and just every excuse that I got to just reinforce the I can I will I am able I'm going to rather than the I'm not worthy I can't do this I won't you know it's too hard like all yeah. that kind of stuff. And it was a battle, man. Daily battle. Yes. So, like, when did you start really seeing results? Like, how, like for you, because for everyone it's different, right? But I'm, I'm wondering, uh, when you started seeing the results, like, it was it just more motivation? Did you start diving in deeper? Like, how was it for you? So I kind of did it in waves. Um, you, you know, again, it, it, for me, it was like a whole life transformation. So, like, you know, when I kind of started, you know, when I, when I started trying to, when I stopped smoking, when I stopped drinking as much and really that gave me more time and, and more focus on, okay, let's see what positive things can I do for my body instead of just like destroying the, my temple every day. So I started to just, and I did everything wrong, bro. You know, like, you know, all the things that I tell people that, that follow me and that know me to do, like I did the exact opposite, which is kind of a good and bad thing. But, I, you know, I, I learned yeah. from my mistakes. And I just kind of started doing a whole bunch of running and I was just kind of eating, you know, whatever. Um, I think at one point, one of my best friends actually was the one that pulled me aside and he was the only one that ever said anything to me. And I'm super grateful for him mm-hmm. to this day. You know, he kind of said, Hey, Adrian, man, you, you, you got to lose some weight, man. And I was like, get out of here. Like I'm fat and happy, you know, like I don't, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> You're right. And he was like, no, man, seriously, like, you're too young, you know? And I was, what, you know, 20, 26, 25 at the time. And, and right. like, he's like, how about this? Just, you know, uh, come stay with me for a few what, few weeks, you know, eat what I eat and come work out with me. And, and 
and see how you feel. And I was like, all right, fine. Oh, and, wow. That was, that's pretty awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I'm saying, he's, he's to this day, he's one of my best friends. Um, so Dan- Daniel Le Guin, a great artist and musician and just overall human being. And, you know, if it wasn't for that guy, I don't know if I ever really would have gotten that spark. Cause you know, I wouldn't, wow. I wouldn't to stay with him in LA at the time. And, um, yeah, I mean, he basically at that point was kind of um, going vegan. So I um, kind of followed that, for the, you know, because again, at that point, I had never, I used to eat meat, like every single meal, every single day. Yeah. And I was reluctant to the idea, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to just try it. If I've gone this long, I'm going to give it a shot. So I started eating more plant-based, you know, I kind of started just working out with him. And within a few weeks, man, I really started noticing results and not just with kind of losing some weight, but I just felt better. Like there you go. Once I got rid of all that all that processed crap I was eating before, and just kind of started eating more real food. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I felt great, and that kind of is what kind of gave me the first like uh, motivating spark. Was like, hey, not only am I going to see physical differences, but I actually feel more energy. I look better. I can see my my skin start to clear up. Like, there's something to this. So, you know, and it, it kind of came in waves. So like that kind of got me started. And then uh, obviously like most people's journey, I ended up kind of falling back and then reverting. Um, but within a year, you know, I'd say the first year or so I was able to lose the majority of, of all the weight. And um, that's kind of when I really started seeing the, 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 the gist of everything as far as like physical transformation. And at the same token, like I said, for me, it was really the mental transformation that was going on at the same time. Yeah. You know what I, what I love, what, what I heard right now is uh, when you're with your friend living with them or near him or whatever, whatever it was like you, you elevated your vibration to match his frequency. One, so then, exactly. Right. And, and so it's like, that's the power of impact and influence and like who you surround yourself with and, and all of that, it's all connected. Exactly, man. And I'm glad you understand that because sometimes I try to explain it to people and I get sideways looks. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I hear you. Because you know, it, it, can, it can sound very like, you know, whatever, hippy dippy or whatever you want to call it. But from a scientific standpoint, man, I mean, everything in this world is, is a series of vibrations, right? Yeah. And, you know, and then again, if you believe, you know, in, in God or whatever, you know, if you open up, the Bible says this world was created. And God, God spoke it into existence, right? It, it wasn't an act. It was a sound. It was a vibration that brought all this into creation. Yeah. And, um, you know, and again. And vibration science, is energy, and that's all we are at the exactly. end of the day. Like, when you break it down scientifically, all we are is energy. I love Right, that. right. So everything is vibrating at a different rate, including the colors that you're seeing, yeah. you know, the food that you're eating, the people that you're surrounding yourself with, environments, right? So mm-hmm. when you surround yourself with things that are vibrating at a higher level like you have really no choice but to eventually either vibrate up or you vibrate out of that space (laughs) yeah exactly i love that my brother i love that so so uh so yeah so right now if anything for everyone that's listening and tuning in i'd love for you to share um you know just some some uh words of wisdom right when it comes to um the journey, because that's that's really where it's at, right? Is is the process, the journey of, of uh, I would imagine not beating yourself up when you fall down, type of thing. Like, what wh- what would you say to that, my brother? Hmm, man, there's there's so much there, but 
I'll, I'll do my best as a stream of consciousness here. So for sure, you know, I think um, two, a few things come to mind. So one, you want to give yourself a longer time frame. Um, most people think they want to transform their lives, whether that be, you know, mentally, spiritually, or physically, but we'll go from a physical perspective. You know, it's people have unrealistic expectations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're overweight, for example, it's like, you know, you, you didn't, you didn't put on, um, you know, 20 pounds in, in, in 20 days. Right. So why do you expect to lose it in, in the same amount of time? You know what yeah. I mean? It probably yeah. took you several years and, you know, the saying goes, if it took you, you know, three months to walk into a forest, it's going to take you three months to walk out. So obviously it's not going to take you as long, but it, it's, that was the best thing that somebody told me early on was like, whatever expectations you have, you know, I want you to double it. So mm-hmm. instead of thinking of six months, you know, think, think about it as far as like maybe a year and yeah. that's going to make things a little bit easier for you because, you know, people set themselves out with these expectations that they're going to lose a whole bunch of weight really quickly. And then they don't do that. And then they get discouraged and they give up and quit. Right. So mm-hmm. kind of having that longer timeline is critical. And then just like my friend, you know, helped me out. It, it's, you know, like the accountability, you know, if it wasn't for, for him, man, like, I don't think I would have been able to actually, I know for a fact, like, especially trying kind of like the plant-based stuff, like there's no one yeah. hell I would have done that on my own. Um, but kind yeah, of that's that- a big one. That's a big one. Accountability. Like I, cause I do, I do other type of work, you know, on emotional and healing stuff. And that's a big one. You know, it's like accountability is huge, man. Just to be able to be seen on all mm-hmm. levels, you know, and not judged, but supported, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's a huge, huge piece of the puzzle. I feel it, it is. And, and, you know, kind of what you were explaining too, is that it, it makes a difference also if the person holding you accountable is either working towards the same thing or has already accomplished the same thing, For right? Sure. Because now you're surrounding yourself with that energy, with that vibration of somebody who's already got what you want. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, it's the same kind of thing. Like, um, you know what's that other like the saying goes like never trust a skinny chef right <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so it's kind of like that and i always tell people you know like my mentors um the people that i look up to and that i associate myself with like usually it's it's the same thing it's that i find that they've already they have some level of expertise or have excelled in certain areas and it's really interesting how it works man because it happens to me too like sometimes i start talking to somebody or they might sign up for like my program or whatever. And before we even start, they start seeing results just because we're connected in that way energetically mm-hmm. because it becomes front of mind in their consciousness that they're going to have to kind of do something. Yeah. And yeah. Cause when things get tough, we all have that backdoor exit, my brother, we can flip <laughs> right on through the back door. You know what I mean? That's it. That's yeah. The, right. It's so I crazy, mean- man. I probably made up a few of excuses myself that didn't exist uh, in the in the past, but that that's why I tell people too. I mean, I had to do the same thing to this day. Like I have mentors and people that hold me accountable, and I'm, you know, I consider myself a pretty damn disciplined person. But you know, if you if I'm not careful, man, I mean, I'll make excuses yeah. and slip out just the same way. <laughs> Human nature, my brother. Human nature. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> And I think that's important to realize, man. It's like, and and that's yeah. the other thing you brought it up about not beating yourself up, and it's. Yeah. I was the worst at that, man. Like I, I would, you know, say I was going to do something and then I would fail. And then I would just spend the next several days just giving myself crap about yep. how, how much of a, you know, 
failure that I was. And I'm raising my hand with you right now, my brother. Both hands. Both yeah. hands. You know what I'm saying? I, oh my God. How many times have I done? <laughs> uh. Yeah. And, and it's like that that does nothing for anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it it took a lot of work for me to realize like because I felt like I should be punished. It's like, oh I wanted to do something I don't accomplish. I, I need yeah. to be punished for not accomplishing yeah. that. And I almost felt like guilty if I didn't give myself crap because then I felt I wasn't going to learn or do better. Right? You know, what's deep is for me, like what, what's been helping me in my journey is I, I connected to love, right? So mm. am I loving myself by beating myself up? How is it serving me? And that kind of gets me out, you know, to get back up again quicker than how I would before. Because before it was like, oh, I give up, fuck it shit you know all that and just a week later passed by and i'm like okay i need to stop this again you know what i mean it's just a, a crazy cycle but yeah that's what's worked for me is just like asking myself am i loving myself right now because love is gentle love is kind mm -hmm. love is not beating yourself up and not forgiving yourself you know what i mean so so yeah yeah i think that balance is important because you know, again, as as a as a master excuse maker and somebody who is trying to wiggle his way in, in, in and out of everything, mm -hmm. um, you know, some, sometimes I found myself going to the extreme opposite of that. It's like, oh, no, I need to love myself right now. And I need to have this uh, piece of chocolate cake. Because, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it, 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 and of course, that's not going to do any good. So, uh, like, it, ice cream is my kryptonite, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't even remember what my kryptonite was at, at that point, but... <laughs> That, that was the whole point, right? It's like, okay, yeah, like, yeah. how can I find that balance between knowing when I truly need to like love myself and have patience and maybe take a break or have something outside of what I'm usually having and in a controlled and, and um, you know, uh, loving manner? And when am I just making excuses to, to get let myself get off the hook for getting away with behavior that I know is ultimately detrimental to me, you know? For sure. And it's hard. It's hard, you know, to to be brutally honest with yourself and and, and have that self awareness of what you're doing when you're doing it. And that's also why the accountability is huge, because when you get somebody else's outside perspective, yeah. especially if the person knows you or gets to know you really well, they'll call you out on your crap and be like, "No, nah, man, that's not self love. That's you just wanting to like indulge in eating a, yeah. you know, a Ben and Jerry's." <laughs> yeah, and you know what's so crazy is what when we're in that victim state, we'll blame that person, right? That's being tough with us. But in reality, the truth is they're loving you. They're loving us by them holding us accountable. They are loving us. And that's exactly what we need in those moments, especially right. 100 man. And, and, <laughs> and it don't and feel like love when you're a victim, <laughs> but when you take responsibility, you'll give them a big old hug and be like, thank you, brother. Thank you. You know? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. You, at that, at that moment, you want to just choke them, but <laughs> You know, later on, you know, you, you can appreciate what they're, what they're trying to do. But um, but that's what it is, man. I mean, it's again, going back to the whole asking for help thing and why I think it's yeah. so beautiful, because ultimately, man, I mean, we, we are a brother's keeper. Like we're all here on this beautiful planet. We're brothers and sisters and yeah. everyone's just trying to become better and elevate and, and help each other out and help themselves out. And and yeah. when we can kind of find that like support and and. Um, have somebody help us through the journey. I mean, it, it's amazing because just by the law of, of you know, nature, we're going to be that person for somebody else down the road. You exactly. know what I mean? They're paying it forward. I love that, brother. I love the symbiotic relation. You know what I mean? I just love that energy right there. Thank you mm. for, for, for touching on that note. So it's so wild, my brother. Time flew by when we were having fun and having a great conversation. 
we're already getting close to, to finishing up this podcast. But before I, I, you know, provide the platform for you to share, um, you know, where people can get a hold of you and if they need a, that support, um, I want I ask all my guests uh, this question before it's time to go. And here's the question. If you have the microphone to the world right now and the world is listening, what would you tell the world, my brother? Man, just don't give up on yourself. You know, you're, you're important, you're valued. You have more of a place in this planet than you ever think that you, that you, you can even imagine. And you have a purpose. And, um, you know, to find that is one of the most beautiful things in life. And, um, you know, loving yourself and, and at the same token, loving others and, and being able to um, connect to your innermost core and, and share the, your gifts with the world. And like I said, in that loving and balanced way um, is such a beautiful thing. And, and you know, if, if you're struggling right now in any manner, I just want to give you that inspiration and that hope. I, I thought I, I didn't think I was going to make it. You know, I, I, I thought I was going to die at one point and maybe I maybe I wanted to. Um, and, you know, if anything, I hope that you can gain some inspiration and motivation from my story, knowing that I was able to overcome all sorts of things. And I'm still here and I'm getting to help other people. And to me, that's one of the most beautiful things is to be able to give back whatever I was given. So. Um, I love yeah, that. I love that, brother. I love that. And I'm glad we crossed paths. And um, for for anyone that, you know, wants to know more about you that wants to, you know, ask for that support, um, just so you know, for the people listening, I vouch for this brother 111 percent like this guy mm -hmm. is so genuine, so real, so considerate. You just got a big heart, my brother. Your heart shines through. That's why I resonated <laughs> with you. And uh, you really are here living your purpose, you know, and, and sharing your journey and, and uh, supporting other people's journeys as well. So I just want to honor you so much for everything that you do, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Like from the bottom of my heart, you know, and we're going to get to know each other Thank better. You. I already know that we're connected. <laughs> Thank you, David. I, I truly, truly appreciate that. And um, I'm, not, I'm not even joking. Like I'm overflowing right now. My heart is just lit up right now. And uh, I, I really appreciate the kind words and, and same for you, man. I mean, yeah, I, I could just tell the way that you speak, the, the passion in your voice, and it's been an honor to know you, and I'm excited to continue our relationship and get to know you on a better level. And, uh, yeah, I really, really appreciate you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you so much, man. That means a lot. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we're connected. We already know, man. So I love yeah. it. So so how can people find you, my brother? Sleeping Giants Fitness, where can they find you? Um, tell them, tell them, tell them. Yeah. So, I mean, sleepingdrivefitness.com is my website, um, which, you know, but again, mo most people connect with me on social media. So Sleeping Giants Fitness um, is my handle. You can find that on Instagram, on TikTok and uh, on Facebook. And um, yeah, you know, again, there's a lot of great information that I put out there just for people that have and um, a lot of great tips and things I post on my stories on a daily basis. And obviously, if any of that resonates with you and you need some help in your journey, you know, I'd be happy to reach out and, and, and speak with you and to see if uh, there's anything I can do. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you guys, um, he drops golden nuggets, gems. He's dropping valuable information. Like I stalk him, you know what I'm saying? I'm his number one. Stalker, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He doesn't even know it until now. Obviously <laughs> my, my cover's blown, but, but I really uh, love seeing his videos and his questions and he gets you thinking and vibrating higher, like big time, my brother. So, so, yeah, so once again, thank you so much uh, for being and spending time here with us, brother, at the Earn Your Life podcast. Um, I'm excited for the next chapter, you know, in both of our lives, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, mm -hmm. and thank you. Thank you once again, brother, for being here.
Of course, man. It was a pleasure. And again, I appreciate you. And uh, thanks for having me on the podcast, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go find them. Adrian Hernandez, Sleeping Giants Fitness. Everyone listening, thank you so much for taking the time and, and riding this journey with me. I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. Um, let's keep vibrating high. Let's keep flowing and going towards our dreams. Uh, once again, don't forget, earn your life.